Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. Standing quickly, let me run into the something I'll pick back up on Wednesday nights, Galatians chapter 5. This is something I believe and I, I know for a fact it's going to bring some revelation to some of you. It's going to bring some help to you in studying this. I'm always, already two weeks ahead trying to find, follow a path stone to stone that God's laid before me to, to bring to the church. Galatians 5 verse 16. Paul is writing to the Galatians church. He said, this I say then. He's having an issue he having to deal with. He said, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against your spirit and the spirit against the flesh. These are contrary one to another. And so that you cannot do the things that you would. Your battle is between your flesh and spirit. But if ye be led of if ye be led of the spirit, you're not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lustiveness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, veritas, immolations, wrath, strife, sedition, and heresies. Envying murders, drunkenness, raveling, and such like of which of thee which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. I want to bring another part of what I started a few weeks ago. My title tonight's walking in the spirit. Father, we love you tonight. We thank you for the saints of God that are so precious to you. We thank you for the blood that covers a multitude of sin. We ask you, Father, tonight for your hand to be upon the saints of God. Bless them with your word. Help me to speak revelation and strength and God into their hearts and lives. I ask for your divine intervention in my mind and spirit tonight to help these great people. Jesus, in your holy name we pray. And everybody give him edification. You can be seated, saints. Here Paul writes this letter to the Galatians to help them, saint of God, understand the battle between the spirit and the flesh. You see, the greatest battle that you will encounter is going on right now. It is between your flesh and your spirit. He gives an answer, though. Paul not only says it, but he gives an answer an answer of how the conquering the lust. Now you follow me. I'm going to give you something tonight. He gives an answer how to conquer the lust of the flesh. It is through the Holy Ghost, the very Spirit of God, that you can absolutely conquer the lust of your flesh. You see, the Spirit of God is our help to help conquer. He tells us to walk, number one. You got to walk in the Spirit which is the presence and the very power of God Almighty. It is the only conceivable way, he says, saint of God, it's the only conceivable way that you can keep your, yourself from fulfilling the lust of the flesh is to walk in the Spirit. 
Now, some think reading the Word of God and interpreting the Word of God gives you great strength, but it's not true. No one has the power to control the very lust of their flesh, not without God Almighty. You see, that is, you have to have the, a prayer life. You've got to have a prayer life to keep your will, your own personal will, strong to overcome the very lust of your flesh. I'm going to get it deeper. King David was, the Bible says, was would be out in the day the kings go to battle. He was to be out in the battlefield. But this day, he decided to take a day off and stay at home from the battlefield. It was a day that the kings went to war. But there, there's no day off when you fight flesh and spirit. The day that you allow that day off is the day your flesh will win the battle. You see, David woke up one morning and walked out on the balcony and there down below was a beautiful woman bathed. Bathsheba was bathed nude. Suddenly as David, as any man would, he begins to look and suddenly the lust of his flesh begins to work on David's mind. You see, the lust took control of David immediately. He allowed his flesh to lead him to where he's going. He led David to become and understand. David found out that his lust had adultery in it and his lust had murder in it. You see, the flesh, saint of God, hear what I'm fixing to say. Your flesh fights for dominion. Your flesh fights for the power to rule your life. Your flesh is fighting you harder than Satan himself is. Your greatest conflict, as Paul tells the Galatians, is the battle between the flesh and the spirit. That's your battle that you got to contend with. You see, it's lust against the spirit. It's lust against the spirit. It's lust against the spirit, struggles and fights to control for. The battle is to take control of me and you. That's the battle that's going on, saints. Lust is trying to take control of me and you right now. Every day we get up, we cannot be like David and say, I'm not going to pray today. I'm not going to read the word today. I'm going to take a day off. And that's the day you better watch out. Satan will set you up for a fall. We cannot afford to take a day off in this battle. We cannot, uh-uh, you can't afford to take a day off of praying and walking in the spirit or you will fulfill the lust of your flesh. The battle is to take control of you. Your lust, hear me, listen to this. Your lust, saint of God, whatever it's lusting for, wants to have dominion over your life. Every one of us in this room, we have a different lust that's trying to rule our life. It may be a lust from a spirit of hatred, bitterness. It may be a lust for food. It may be a lust for sex. It may be a lust for drugs, alcohol, and all. Maybe a lust for those things. But I'm here to tell you, every one of us has fell 
to the trick of some kind of lust. And because we fail to that trick, you hear me now, that same lust rises up in us all the time and tries to come back and take the house. You can sit there and not nod, not amen, but I know I'm on tonight. Everything you've had in the past, and I've had in the past that I, I, I fell into the lust of, and I fell to the lust. That same, that same ill, that same desire rises up if I don't stay under prayer and stay under the word of God and it tries to conquer my life and we, are, we try to find out what's going on with us, what's going on in my life. It's the devil. The devil ain't doing this to you. It's the lust of your flesh that's fighting you harder than anything. So you see, the word lust means a yearning passion for. Every person has experienced it in the flesh. You have a yearning. You have a pulling, a desiring, a wanting. You have a craving for it, a hunger for it, a thirst, a longing, a grabbing, a taking. It's in you trying to crave for it. You're trying to grab it. You want it. It comes from the lust. Are you hearing me? The lust of your flesh. Some people, the reason they haven't overcome things is because they have, they have allowed the lust to rule and dominate their life. Some people can't give up a phone because they're afraid they get disconnected from the things that they have hung up on. Some people don't want to cut things off of TV because it's easy to turn there when the flesh desires it. If you cut it off, then you have to fight and contend with it because it's not an easy access to get to like it was before. I know it's quiet, but you're listening. But you see, some people say, I keep it in the cabinet just to show myself I've overcome. No, you don't. You keep it in the cabinet to satisfy your flesh just in case that desire starts to beat you up and the cravings get so bad, you can run to the cabinet and get it and cool your desire for your flesh Then you ain't got to fight as hard. That's why you still keep it around. But Paul said, if you walk in the spirit, if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill, fulfill the cravings, the desire, the hunger of the flesh. You see, everyone knows what it is to have his flesh lusting after. Everyone knows what you lust. You probably got up this morning and a thought come to you. you. You may have went to bed last night. You may have, middle of the day, it may have come and snuck up on your flesh, just rose up. Listen, it ain't the devil that causes you to lust. It's your flesh that causes you to lust. Because your flesh tasted. If you ever tasted of cornbread and pinto beans, oh my God. And a good old onion and a glass of sweet tea, Jesus, and some bacon on the side. Shut your mouth. Get me some of it. It's hard when I'm, when I'm cutting my diet back, Brother Scott, because my flesh likes that taste. It likes chocolate cake, German chocolate cake. It likes coconut cake, strawberry cake. I don't know what cake I don't like. 
chocolate pie, coconut pie. He likes it all. But the craving comes from my flesh. It's the lust of my flesh. Come on now. The only hope, saint of God, that me and you have to conquer the lust that's in our flesh is through the almighty God. But you see, he gave us help. God has given us a weapon to help conquer our flesh, our lust. They are fasted in prayer. If you really want to win over the lust of the flesh, he's given you things to help conquer the lust of the flesh. Let me tell you something. Fasting, you, sub, you, you, you sustain from food. You control the intake to the flesh. You will face off. When you start to fast, you will face off with yearnings, cravings, thirst, hunger, and wantings. But you have the authority to tell your flesh, you're not getting none of that. You take control of the will of the flesh and through fasting, you begin to learn to dominate over the lust of the flesh. You tame the flesh through fasting in the spirit. You see, Matthew 17, 14 through 21 tells me and you. You see, after Jesus came down the mountain, there came a man, a certain man coming to him and knelt down and said, Jesus, I brought my young son who was a lunatic. In the the spirit, he was vexed and cast in the fire often, in the water often, and said, I came and brought him to the disciples and said, they couldn't heal him. They couldn't cast the spirit out. The spirit... A spirit that was controlling this boy's body. A spirit that had a hold of him that was causing and controlling his movements and his whereabouts and how he acted. You know what controls your whereabouts and your acting? Your lust. Your lust is what causes a person to walk in a place that shouldn't be in a place. Some say, oh, the devil. Oh, shh. Don't blame that on the devil. Your flesh was so earning, hungry and hungry for it and thirsty for it. It led you right in there. It led you up to buy it. It led you up to look at it. It led you up to take it. Come on now. But Paul telling Galatians, he had a problem like we have today. He said, ladies and gentlemen, saints of the most high. He said, if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill. You will not fulfill the lust of your flesh. There is a way out. There is a way to overcome that habit. There is a way to overcome that spirit. There is a way to change your life. Bible said, Jesus answered and said to the disciples, he said to the disciples, we couldn't cure him. Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him to me. Jesus rebuked the devil out of the boy, and the boy was cured from that moment on. You see, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Why could we not do that? Why, why, Lord, could we, why could we not cast that spirit out? 
And some of us are asking, Pastor, why can't I overcome this thing in my life? Why can't I overcome this lust and this thing, my sexual thing in my mind and my spirit? I, you, you, don't, you ain't got to nod or be scared to say anything. But you, I mean, you, you got habits that you need to overcome. I'm human as you are. No, no, I ain't going to lie to you. Make that turn and say, I'm right. You lying, lying. Ooh, don't lie to Jesus. We all got some lust we need to conquer. But Jesus said, Jesus said, why could we not do that, Lord? Why could we not, listen to what he said, why could we not control this spirit out of this boy that was controlling this boy? Why could we not do it? And Jesus answered and said, oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him to me. Jesus rebuked the devil out of the boy and healed him. Jesus answered because he said, ah, oh, because you're unbelief. Not believing that the Spirit of God can give you strength to overcome the lust of flesh will weaken the battle. You see, saint of God, he uh, uh, would not let it happen. The flesh was still being controlled. Jesus said, he said, men, this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. You can get a hold of this spirit. You can if you want to change, but the problem is, do you really want to take time to pray? Are you so serious of a change that you really want to change? Will you take time to pray? We live in a situation, in a, in a time and day right now, nobody, everybody wants God to fix it for them quick, but they don't want to take time to change themselves. But Paul said, you can't overcome the lust of the flesh if you walk in the spirit. Jesus said, this power comes through prayer and fasting to obtain the power over the lust of the flesh, the spirit that controlled the boy. You get power through prayer and fasting to rule out the spirit. I'm here to tell you, I've seen God change me. Is he still working on me? Oh, yes, sir, because I still live in the flesh. Oh, come on. Your lust ain't died yet. Your lust is still well alive. Your eyes, your ears, your come on, your taste, your desire, it still burns within you. Come on. There's things you've tasted far before in the past that walks by you. You smell it, you see it, you touch it, you hear it, and it reflames that desire. But Jesus said, it can change. How many is glad there's a way out? You see, saint of God, you can't overcome. Listen to me. You can't overcome that which your lust is craving for. And to be free from its control. Anybody in here want to take control of that thing? I want to control you. You're not going to control me. Romans 7, 23 said, but there, Paul said this. He said, but there is another power within me that is at war, he said, with my mind. He said, it's with my mind. This power 
uh, make me a slave to sin that is still within me. He said, that thing in me, listen to me, that thing in me that's warring against my mind is making me a slave to sin. It's your lust, follow what I'm fixing to say. It's your lust that makes you a slave to sin, not Satan. Satan can't make me a slave to sin. Jesus Christ set us free at Calvary through the death, burial, and resurrection, but it's our lust that makes us a slave to the sin. Let me know we can have a change. Is anybody hearing anything? There's not nothing in this room that anyone has that can't be delivered from. There's not a habit, there's not a spirit, there's no one in this room that you cannot see yourself overcoming and completely, completely defeating. If you want it, you can have it. It can be conquered through the power of the Holy Ghost. You see, the flesh has within itself a base and unregulated urge and passion. It has an unregulated urge and passion in it. You see, the flesh senses the desire to do what it likes to. It wants to lift restrictions and follow its own desires, passion, emotions. It's the lust of the flesh. Your flesh don't want restrictions. Okay? Tell your flesh what you're, you're, he's lusting after, you're not going to do it no more right now. I challenge you to tell yourself right now. And while we're sitting in this room, that old flesh is going to be talking some junk to you. It's going to crave within you. It's going to hunger. It's going to thirst. It'll be wanting it. Your mind will start playing all kind of battle games in your mind. It'll bring it up. But through the Holy Ghost, we can conquer that lust. Now listen to me. When you feel the pressure of the flesh to have its own desire, that's when the Holy Ghost, when you pray, gives you power to constrain the desire. But without a prayer life, praying in the Spirit, you will never conquer the lust of the flesh. It is a, somebody shout a battle. Oh, come on, shout a battle. It's a battle to conquer the wants and desires and the hunger and the cravings of the flesh. It is an absolute battle that we have to contend with to overcome the lust of the flesh. It's a battle. You see, the Spirit of God in you it can constrain the desires. Yet it is you who have to walk away from it. God don't hold our hands, tie our feet, blind our eyes, and stick his finger in our ears and put his hand over our mouth. But what he does do, he's given us his spirit, the power of the Holy Ghost, that if we will use it, we will grow in the spirit to become stronger than the lust of our flesh. You've got to outgrow your lust through praying. 
Now, I'm preaching this tonight, and I know without a shadow of a doubt, this is a good word. But the majority of you sitting in here, you're thinking, how much praying I'm going to have to do? How much fasting am I going to have to do to control it? Here's the bottom line. Do you want to go to heaven? Do you want to be saved? So whatever it takes for me to get through those pearly gates, I'm not the one that says, oh, I just want to barely get in. Oh, no, I don't want to barely get in. I want to have enough go that when I get there, I can go all the way in without having to drag myself in. Samson, saint of God, did not use his anointing to walk away. He gave he gave in to the flesh. See, the flesh is so strong. You listen to me. Your flesh is so strong that it keeps us from doing what we need to do. It ain't the devil. It's our lust. Paul dealt with it. The flesh is so strong. But when Paul said walk in the spirit, we are to get up every day Praying in the Holy Ghost, when you take a day off, you better watch out. As long as we walk in the Spirit, we will not fulfill the very lust of our flesh. See, your hope for conquering the lust of your flesh is through the Spirit of God. How many's got the Holy Ghost? Shout amen. 1 Corinthians 14 and 4 said, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. The Spirit gives you power to conquer your lust. So that means the more that I pray in the Holy Ghost, the stronger, Brother Scott, that I get to control the lust of my flesh. But I know when I don't spend the time I need in prayer, I can, anybody with me, I can feel my lust rising up stronger. That's where people, spirits get offended. They get easily offended. They do things and say things because they're not walking in the spirit. But you see, James 5 and 16, I love this. It said, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Fervent means active, to work for. Romans 8 and 26 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth, helpeth our infirmities. It helps us. I said it helps us. I'm going to say it again, it helps us. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. But you see, prayer that is active will help us become stronger. It strengthens our spirit to rule. Somebody shout rule. The Lord began to lay out me the path that I need to go in the next few weeks. I begin to write down thoughts and where he wants me to carry the church to. In the end, I'll be going through the few weeks. As I get through with some of this, I'll be going through the power of fasting power of prayer, then I will try to step the church all into the gifts of the Spirit. But we got to learn how to rule ourselves before we rule in the Spirit world. 
You got to learn what to do to yourself before you step off in the gifts of the Spirit. Prophecy, gift of tongues, interpretation of tongues, gift of faith. You see, Brother Smith, T.L. Smith, he has the gift of faith. That's his anointing, is the gift of faith. Brother George Guy, when he walked behind his pulpit, he had the gift of prophecy. But you see, as the Lord began to talk to me, we, we, get, we get into the gifts of the Spirit. He led me there. He said, after the gifts of the Spirit, then he showed me where to go. Going to take us into being active in the gifts that, we, that God gives us. I want a church that's active in the gifts. First Kings 18, let me hurry. First Kings 18. The Bible said Elijah was sent word by God to tell Ahab to go eat and drink. I hear the abundance of rain coming, Ahab. Elijah climbs up the Mount Carmel. He gets down on his knees. And Elijah begins to pray for what God said was coming. Now, if God told him it was coming, why did he have to pray for it? He had to pray for it because God was going to use him to bring what needed to happen. You're going to have to pray for what you need to happen. So Elijah climbed up on Mount Carmel, gets down on his knees, starts praying. The drought's been on for three years, have been going on. He said, it's time to end the drought. How many know in your life you, need, you, you, you want some things to end? There's some situations and some, some things my flesh is causing There's some things my flesh is causing. It's not the devil. It's not my spouse. It's not my children. It's not the church. It's not my workplace. It's my flesh. You can work anywhere if you walk in the Spirit. I'm going to say it again. You can work anywhere if you walk in the Spirit. So Elijah gets down on his knees and begins to pray. As he begins to pray that God sends the rain that he promised, he prays and he prays that the drought would end. The servant would go every time he prayed and look for the rain. Can I tell you, saint of God, you may start tonight, you may start in the morning praying in the spirit to get control of that lust. You may not see it the first day, but you pray again. You may not see nothing coming. You may not feel nothing coming, but you pray again. He sent him the third time. You see, I don't see nothing, Elijah. He sends him the third time. Pray again. So many people quit praying because they think the devil is filled in with some devil. You think you're demon possessed and some spirit's got a hold of you. Ain't no devil got a hold of you. Your lust has got a hold of you. 
It's telling you what to do. It's telling you, come on. I don't want to go over the list and embarrass nobody, but you know what I'm talking about. Lust, it, it, it could be anything, different things. All right, you, you don't want to be, all right, I'm going to say. It could be food. It could be drugs. It could be alcohol. It could be sex. It could be pornography. It could be things. It could be a lot of things. But he said, pray one more time. You got to pray to end the drought. Prayer will end the drought. He keeps praying, fifth time, sixth time. He keeps praying. Sister Lynn, I can tell you one thing. When you start praying, something's going to start moving. Something's going to start changing. I don't like you talking about those things. Well, I don't care flesh what you don't like because flesh is going to send us to hell. But if we walk in the Spirit, we'll be, we'll be saved. Sister Wings comes seven times. He sends him, he said, what do you see? He said, I see the cloud the size of a man's hand. It ain't much, but I see something coming. You keep praying, it may not be much, but you're going to feel something coming. You keep praying, God's going to bring the rain. God's going to end the drought. God's going to end the drought. God's going to end the drought. But if you don't start praying, it's amazing how people, you know, here we go, Jesus. It's amazing how when summertime comes and we ain't got time to pray, but you got time to go and play at the park, sit there two or three hours and watch a ball game. I can keep going if you want me to. I mean, we got time to do all kind of stuff that we want to do. But when it comes time to changing and being saved, we ain't got time to go lock ourselves in a room somewhere and pray that God gives us strength to overcome. I'm telling you, I don't want to be lost. I want to be saved. And God gave me the Holy Ghost to help me overcome the things that's fighting me, trying to cause me to be lost. Do you have to pray? I have to pray every day to keep rule over the lust of my flesh. My God, it hungers, it thirsts, it craves, it yearns. It's not the devil, your problem, it's your, it's your lust. But God Almighty, saint of God, gave us a solution to how to conquer the lust of the flesh. And when I see people continually doing the same thing, and I say this kindly, I don't say it no rebuke. I even said it to myself. When we continue to do the same thing over and over and over and over, giving into that lust, that means that we have not prayed and fasted to take control. Either God's word's a lie or it's true. Either it works or it don't work. Come on. I see people, I'm changing, doing the same thing. No. You, 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 you ain't praying like you need to pray. You ain't fasting. Either that word's a lie or it's true. I tell you, your, your problem is your stinking flesh. My problem ain't the devil. It's my flesh. Come on now. Has anybody learned anything? I'm going to say this in closing. Please, 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 please remember this. 
It's not the devil that's fighting you the strongest. It's your lust with its cravings, its yearnings, its hunger, its thirst, it wants. That's what's fighting you. Come on now. Some people are in trouble through, through their life because of flesh hunger. Come on. Your greatest battleground is your mind. And guess who brings the battle to the mind? The flesh does. The flesh brings the battle. Come on, folks. Come on. I pray tonight that this simple word will stick in your mind and your heart. There's not a person in this room that cannot be changed, that cannot be delivered. If you want it, you get serious in praying. You get serious in, in fasting. And it will deliver you from the spirit that's tossing you in the fire and tossing you in the water. How many knows it'll work? Can we give God a praise offering? Stand to our feet. The Lord spoke that to me today in prayer. When I said before the service, he said, those things which I have given those who have prayed for seems to become an island between the, me and them. He said, tell them I can remove it to have their total attention. So you better beware. You better not let no possession, no toy, no job, no life, no person, no thing become between you and a God that's jealous of you. I'm glad he's jealous of me. That means he loves me. He don't want nobody to have me but him. Aren't you glad he loves you that much? So aren't you glad? Come on. Wake up. Come on. Aren't you glad he loves you? Let's lift our hearts and hands to him and thank you for the word. Lord, thank you, God. You gave me a solution how to conquer my whole lust. It's through prayer. It's through fasting. It's through God conquering the spirit. I know how to overcome my will, and I know it's a battle. I know it will be a battle, but I can't take a day off. I take a day off. That's when he's going to conquer me. God, I've got to become stronger in praying and fasting. i got to become stronger in you, Lord. Come on. Come on, church. Come on, saints. Come on. How many, how many, how many tonight really, 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 really wants this? How many really, really wants to be in control of that thing? Anybody? In closing, if you do, won't you come quickly? We got we're getting out early. Come on, just come down and stand quickly. If you want, if you want control, come and tell the Lord before the throne. Here I am, God. You gave me a solution now, Lord. It's from your word. Help me, God. Help me through prayer and fasting to, to take dominion over my lust, which that thing wants to have dominion over my life through my lust. That, that sin, that, have, that thing wants to have dominion over me through my lust. Come on now. Come on, saint. I want you to stand before the throne and say, Lord, help me. I have to do it every day. I have to say, God, help me. I have to ask God to strengthen me. Come on. Come on, come on, come on.
Come on. Come on. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on. I search for you. Come on, somebody, tell him. Thank you, God, for a cure to overcome the lust of the flesh. That thing that wants to have dominion through my lust. I know I can take it over, God, through prayer and fasting. I know I can. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Anybody desire to have victory over it? Have victory over that thing. Have victory over that spirit. Come on, I can do it. I can do it. Jesus said it comes through prayer and fasting. That's where disciples, you get the power to cast those spirits out. Saint of God, that's where you get the power to cast, to cast that lust out. Will you dom- dominate over it through prayer and fasting? Come on, about 30 seconds, let's praise you. Just 30 more seconds, let's thank you. Come on, church. Come on. 30 more seconds and we're going to go. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.